Hello, everyone. Welcome to Animalia Hour on KGVM. I am Sarah Hale, and I'm here with Kevin Hale. Hey, how's it going? And we are super excited today. We have a very special guest on the telephone with us. This is Sandra Hungate, who is the U.S. Director of Veganuary. Hello, Sandra. Hey. Hello. Hello, everyone. And thank you so much for yeah, this giving is us exciting. your time. <laughs> I love this. We're very, very excited. Thank you for having me. So Veganuary did not start in the United States. It actually mm -hmm. started in Great Britain um, about, I think this yeah. will be the 11th year. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very excited to hear about how much it's grown and changed and spread around the world from you. But yeah. just for our listeners, maybe who are tuning in today who have never heard the word veganuary before and have no idea what mm -hmm. that is, could you just give us an explanation of what, what that is? Yes, absolutely. Um, so the name itself stands for Vegan January. And it's a fun, welcoming, non-judgmental challenge to try eating vegan for the month of January. And it basically gets celebrated like a holiday in all kinds of places like retailers, like groceries, restaurants. And then the food brands, um, you know, they will add new, new vegan products. Restaurants will add new menu items or promos. And then even some companies nowadays run it as a workplace challenge with their staff where, you know, like the head of sustainability or HR or even other people um, in other roles reach out and say, hey, let's do this as a company. Let's try vegan. And it's just becoming more and more huge, like too many more ways to do this. And we're also always celebrating with some advertising campaigns, like to raise awareness around January is coming, the January is coming. And uh, I'm super excited that this year we also have a billboard on Times Square for oh, New wow. Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I won't, wow. I won't be there in person, but <laughs> we're going to get some footage from, wow. from the person who's going to be there. And That's yeah, awesome. Like this huge, yes, New Year's resolution event. Um, we also sometimes call it New Year's revolution. Uh, and mm. it's like it gets created a movement of just adding more vegan on the map, vegan options, and just inspiring more people to try vegan. Wow, that's great. Such a cool idea. I love it. And I mean, the timing of it is so perfect. Because like, like you mentioned, uh -huh. a lot of, you know, this is the time of year where a lot of us kind of take an inventory of our lives and think about what do I want to change? Right. What, what do I want to get rid of? What do I want to mm -hmm. start practicing? You know, what, what new habits, you know, what new growth can I produce this year? So the fact that it is tied mm -hmm. so well with the timing of forming a New Year's resolution. Yeah. I think is really smart. Well, I like the revolution too. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. New Year's revolution. Mm -hmm. So um, t yes. tell us a little bit about the background or the history of Veganuary. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as you said, uh, it started in Great Britain and it was started by a couple, Jane and Matthew, in their kitchen. And they were both working full-time jobs. And uh, Matthew recalled that he really enjoyed um, this, this thing called Movember, where people grow a mustache for November to raise money for prostate cancer research and, you know, also raise awareness for men's health uh, charities. And, and so they were brainstorming on, like, what kind of impact can we make us to, you know, like, what kind of ideas do we have? And then they thought, 
they could create something like this, like a one-month challenge about veganism and, you know, make it kind of fun and making it so that it raises awareness for the, for veganism. And so then they, they thought of January, as we mentioned, right, New Year's resolutions. January is a great, great time for people to consider changing things. And so they just put vegan and January together and created the January as a name. And it just took off like crazy. Like they thought, okay, maybe we'll get 1,000 signups the first year. Let's put that as a goal. And they actually got 3,000 uh, mm. right out of you know, the first, the first campaign. And then it grew so big that after a few years, they went abroad. Like they opened different uh, offices and teams in different countries. And we're now at about 15 countries right now. Wow. Some of them are staffed by the nonprofit Veganuary. We're 45 people globally for Veganuary. And then we have other countries that are represented by other animal rights or vegan organizations that are mm. running Veganuary also. And for, you know, being actually in a way only in 15 countries, we actually have had now signups in pretty much every country in the world except two. Wow. And it's just crazy. To me. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> and the two wow. countries are North Korea and Vatican City. Wow. So, yeah, it's just, just mind-blowing. <laughs> wow, it is. That's great. I mean, Vatican City, to get them on board would be pretty exciting because... <laughs> You know, there's a long history of maybe a barrier there um, theologically, and so right. yeah, to get the pope to get the pope on board with Veganuary would be pretty awesome. That would too. be huge, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I love yeah. one of the reasons I just loved learning about the founders of Veganuary the fact that mm-hmm. this this couple just had this idea sitting around their kitchen table. And they both have day jobs. They both have, they're both busy people. And that they were able to come up mm-hmm. with this idea that ends up being a worldwide phenomenon. Right. And it's just growing year after year after right. year. And I mean, it's really encouraging to mm-hmm. Ke- Kevin and I. We're, we both have our day jobs. And, yeah. um, you know, we're, uh-huh. we're trying to do what little we can to, to stand up for the animals and to spread the vegan message. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that two people who are working full time yeah. can actually make a difference. Yeah. You know, it's, it's an inspiring story for sure. Yeah. yeah. It is. I, I love, I love the story. And yeah, it's just mind blowing to me. Like, you know, I've only been here six months, so I'm still learning about all those things. And I just keep learning new, new things that I think are just amazing about, about the genuine and all they've, they've done already. Yeah. And also as a fun fact, I always love hearing when the founders say that they found that the hardest part of the January is just the pronunciation. <laughs> like a lot of people have a hard time pronouncing, <laughs> uh, pronouncing it. So um, yeah. it's really fun. You know, fun fact, actually, like they made it so easy. They looked at, you know, the science of changing habits and, mm. and, you know, it's hard, right, to change habits, but they, they figured out a way to make it really easy to do step by step, you know, try to try to change things and, and yeah, it's so easy now that just the name is the hardest, and I don't think that that's amazing. No, that, I know that, that is that is so interesting because, yeah, I think a lot of us wonder how to affect change in other people, hmm. how to get people to mm-hmm. even be open to considering it. Right. And so, yeah, the fact that they have made it so easy. I mean, well, it's one of the things we talk about a lot in our show is just cultural change. Like a lot of times. 
you know, people can get past mm-hmm. the rational, the logic, but the cultural, mm-hmm. the cultural aspects are so strong that a lot of times those habits are just, mm-hmm. they're tied to this culture. And a lot of times you have to disrupt the culture. Mm-hmm. And it's, so, it's very hard to do. Yeah. And I, I did go on and sign up for Veganuary a few weeks ago, just because I wanted to kind of experience mm-hmm. what does the participant experience? How, how easy is it to, yeah. su- to sign up? How easy is it to keep going? Uh-huh. And, and yeah, I have found that it has been such a delightful, warm, encouraged experience. Like I get these daily emails from Stuart <laughs> and, and he just encourages me yeah. and gives me recipes and, you know, you might be having, you might be uh-huh. experiencing this physically. Don't, you know, like this is what's going on with your body and mm-hmm. adjust and, and, you know, here's some common questions or com- com- common concerns about nutrition that you might have. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's just such an, I feel like I've gained a brother. You know, like, I look forward to my yeah. emails from Stuart every day. So, yeah, oh, it's, 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 I, I just, I just, <laughs> I did, hey, Stuart. <laughs> I just, I wanted, I do want to make sure that we emphasize today just because I, I think it's so important that it's so easy to sign up. It's free to sign up. And then you get, as we'll talk about, I'm sure, you get access to these amazing resources that really just help mm-hmm. you feel very supported. Like, okay, yes, I can keep going. Yes, I can do this. I have recipes mm-hmm. I can make. I have the knowledge I need. Right. So That's awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, also for the cultural thing, um, I don't know if it helps, but we also do, even in one of the emails you will see, <laughs> talk about, you know, how sometimes it's hard to deal with um, friends and family and how they react to somebody going vegan. And, you know, it's sometimes that's actually one of the main challenges that we found in our surveys is, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with friends and family. And right. the other one is the, uh, dining out. Mm-hmm. And also to your point, you know, we make it easy for people to sign up, but we also make it easy and free for restaurants and all the brands to participate. Like they can use our logo and they can use our name and our marketing materials for free because the idea is really that everyone can do this as easily as possible so that we can really accelerate the vision of a vegan world. That is crazy. I mean, that's, it's, I mean, it's very generous of you. Mm. Not every organization is like that. I mean, it's, it's like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's like, you're really true to your mission. That's, that's amazing. What what would mm-hmm. you say is the mission of Veganuary? Yeah, so um, I don't even have to say it myself. There's a wonderful one written um, that I can tell you. So the mission is to inspire and support people to try vegan, drive corporate change, right? So as mentioned, getting more vegan options out there, and then creating a global mass movement championing compassionate food choices with the goal of ending animal farming, protecting the planet, and improving human health. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we are on board. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. No, it's nice and simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strong mission statement. It is. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah, those three pillars, the you know animal aspect, planet, and human health, um, also is the recurring theme in the daily emails and our messaging. It also will say that on the Times Square ad. And we always talk about, yeah, those three reasons, which we can also dive in later. But yeah, the, there's, you know, different people have different reasons. And we believe all three are very important. Mm-hmm. Right. The founders did create it um, 
for the animals, but we also know, you know, the other two reasons, planet and human health are also so important. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's been our, 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 our argument as well, is that, you know, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've seen, there's a new documentary out there. It's on streaming. It's called The Smell of Money. And we saw it in Missoula earlier this year. We got to talk to the filmmakers a little bit. But I think it really does a great job of connecting humans to the animal Mm -hmm. agricultural industry and how one affects the other. You know what I mean? It's just a great documentary. I don't know if you've seen it yet. That's one of the things I love about talking about veganism is no matter how you slice the onion or whatever you want to say, whether you're Mm -hmm. looking at it from the, the planet point of view or you're looking at it from human health and human flourishing or if you're looking at it from you know the animals and your ethics and and living in alignment <laughs> with your values you know no matter how you slice it, it you come up with the yeah. same answer every time right that it's the right mm-hmm. thing to do right so 100%. Mm-hmm. so yeah that it's it's just yeah. so cool that you have a pro th- this program exists that really is so inviting that people can experience it and then they can find out for themselves that actually I resonate with this. Actually, this makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. to me and I want to keep going. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. now, And also some people join or sign up for one of the reasons, but then they might stay vegan long-term for another reason. Exactly. Not a lot. Like in the U.S., specifically health is one of the reasons why pe- most people sign up. Okay. But then animals is the reason why most people continue mm-hmm. to stay vegan. And each country, we found that the, the that information is different. It's always very interesting. That is very interesting. It is. No, that's, I love this. I love this. Because I would say that's, that's pretty in line with our story. I would say that at right. first it, it had a lot to do with our personal physical health and then uh-huh. The longer we stayed in it, yeah, I would say, if, you know, the, all of the reasons matter. But, but yeah. the commitment to the animals and, yeah. and what we're doing to animals. I mean, but mm-hmm. it's all connected, right. as we keep saying. But, yeah, mm-hmm. this is, I love it. I love it. We're oh. so in alignment. I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's awesome. And I'd love to hear uh, your story, too, if you're willing to share. Yeah, I would definitely say that. Um, I grew up with without veganism on my radar at all. Grew up on, in a farming community, and you know a lot of hunting and fishing was part of our culture. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, <laughs> it's kind of ironic, but I was actually in a theology class in Bible college where the first time mm-hmm. I really started reevaluating, I guess is the word, um, what I had understood about animals. And, and yeah, it, it was a very gradual transition for me, which to be honest is my biggest regret. Like when I look back and I think about how long mm-hmm. it took me to commit, it was several years, honestly. And, you know, my biggest regret is that it took me so long and that but it was a it was a, a cumulative thing. I mean, I, I read a few books and I saw a few documentaries and then at some point it was just like there was no turning back for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what most people that yeah, I know that I know that are vegan usually say is the biggest regret is that I didn't start earlier and I'm this I feel the same. Mm-hmm. Um 
Yeah. And what about you, Kevin? Similarly, yeah, I I was in the military when I was like 20 and I was on an island, uh, Diego Garcia, actually, and read a book. And I think it was Fit for Life by the Diamonds. And for whatever reason, it really struck me in terms of for, for my health. And so I tried to be vegan on this remote island. It was it was kind of difficult because, you know, there were no grocery stores. It was totally run by the military. So you were kind of dependent on the military for all your food. So it was just hard to be vegan. But I tried it for about a year or so. Mm-hmm. And then I think I kind of fell out of it. And then when I married Sarah, uh, almost like, what, maybe 10 years later? I'm not sure. But no, not even. Not even. Okay. Um, so I was open to it. And then more, mostly for my health. And she point what's it been like seven years ten years so she read uh, you read eating animals by uh four saffron four i forget his first name jonathan jonathan saffron four and uh, that really struck sarah and she was really talking to me about it and it i probably followed maybe months or a year later and 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 she, it's funny we talk about this but she would get angry with me because i would i would say like oh i'm doing this for my health and she would get so angry <laughs> Because she'd read that book. She read that book and was really, you know, doing it for the animals. And so eventually now here we are. And, you know, I try to create this foundational argument, kind of what you've already said, of the animals, your health, the the environment, the ecology, you know, the climate. So for me, like you like kind of what you said, every angle, no matter how you hit it, you you know, someone might come in for climate and stay for the animals or and just do it all, you know, and that's kind of where that's kind of my story. I came in for my own health because I came from a very unhealthy mm-hmm. family in terms of diet. And and now I'm here for mm-hmm. all of it, for climate, for ecology, for for the animals. And so and now we're doing this vegan theology show podcast, which we just started in October. But anyway, that's kind of my story, which, you know, similar. Yeah. But yeah. What what was your story yeah. with your vegan journey? Yeah, um, kind of maybe similar, more similar to yours, Sarah. Um, so I, I grew up you know, in the countryside in France, and um, there were lots of farms, and I never really, I don't know, I didn't question it too much, but I knew I always loved animals. Mm-hmm. And France, you know, we eat mostly cheese and meat. That's <laughs> like the center of the meal is right. usually meat. I was always bothered by animal testing for pharma and cosmetics because I grew up near a pharma city. Mm. So I knew about that. So I had to buy cruelty-free, and I often talked to people about how awful it is that we use animals for testing and things like that. And I never really realized that there's also cruelty happening to animals in my plate. Like growing up, mm. I don't know. I think it's the books, the children's books, they would show how the farm is ha- happy and all the animals are happy. And right. I was just in my, you know, illusion that animals that we eat are, you know, they have a happy life and then they die and then we eat them. I did not question that, you know, early enough. Yeah, yeah. And so eventually I started to realize that, you know, I started to realize it's not the happy farm where I grew up. I mean, the, the farm I grew up next to was a little bit like in those books. It was tiny and they had just a few cows and they would walk them out in the field every morning, back home and every evening we saw them when we went to walk with my dog. The dog was friends with them. Like it was, look, it looked pretty happy. So when I saw videos like Meet Your Meat, I questioned things and I started to ask my mom because she grew up on a farm herself. And so she started to explain to me certain things and was like, you know, well, 
on a small farm, animals are treated pretty well, and they, you know, the, the people do take care of them. And she was trying to tell me, you know, those awful things are in the big factories, mm. you know, and she was saying it's probably far away, not here. And I don't know, there were always some kind of excuses in my brain from myself or, or others. And I, it took me a really long time to really decide that it doesn't matter where, where it is, I don't agree with it. And it's not because the farm next to me is, is nicer maybe than others. They still all go to, to slaughter mm. this. They still, there's no VIP slaughterhouse. There's no premium mm. package slaughterhouse. It all goes to the same. It doesn't matter if they're free range, organic, whatever. Like I even, you know, tried at some point. I was like, what if I buy the meat that is from the label that says, you know, welfare and all these things. And then eventually I was just like, I'm just fooling myself. Mm. I don't support being cruel to animals. So the only 100% or, or at, at, you know, the most, you never know. I cannot say 100%, but the best way to, to make sure I don't participate in the cruelty is to stop buying their, the animals, right? So I, so I stopped eating meat, um, and then it took me a little longer to give up cheese, and that one, it was kind of off and on. Basically, when I decided to go vegetarian, I, I basically was trying to be vegan, mm. but I didn't exactly know how to do it. And everyone was scaring me. I did not know anyone vegetarian or vegan for years. Mm. And I tried to find people. I was in Germany at that time. And it was very different back then. Now it's amazing in Germany. They're so vegan friendly. But back then, it was it was hard. And their cheese was kind of like cardboardy. It was made of some kind of potato powder. It didn't taste like anything. It didn't help. Mm-hmm. And wow. then I kept getting back on the cheese addiction because going to see my family and cheese was always so present mm. and then there's the casein addiction right like right. i found out only a few years ago how addictive actually cheese is and that it is because the casein i just thought it was just because i was used to it culturally or something but mm. i guess right. it's not just that yeah with a casomorphin yeah. or whatever they call it casomorphine or casomorphin uh-huh. yeah. yeah 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 the name says it almost all right yeah. <laughs> and I eventually then, yeah, like I just wanted to find a vegan friend, somebody who can really answer the question, like how to be healthy, because I saw often the celebrities and the thing, you know, things on the TV, but I never met a vegetarian or vegan person for seven years. And I'm not yeah. kidding. And I tried. And eventually I was like, so eventually I moved to the U.S. And then suddenly there was a vegan breakfast event. And I said to my husband, okay, I want to go there because maybe I can meet friends and I can ask <laughs> vegan questions. Yeah. Wow. And I, I tried to be friends with everybody. <laughs> and and then this one lady, also fun fact, she's actually from Germany but lives in the U.S. So while in Germany, I didn't find any vegan or vegetarian <laughs> friends. But then in the U.S., I found a German friend who is vegan. Wow. And then she said, oh, my gosh, I will show you everything. And then she really helped me also to to do the last few steps because I was still a little bit brainwashed about the dairy and I did not realize at that point also that animals are also killed in the dairy and egg industry. Mm-hmm. I knew about the cruelty and somehow yeah, it took me a little while also to, to really deal with my own cognitive dissonance. Right? It's, it's just, it takes time, which is why also I love veganity because we know it takes time and, and everyone has to take their own steps. And so... Uh, yeah, she took me under her wing and said, hey, there's two vegan restaurants in this town. I'm going to 
show you, show them to you. I'm going to show you the grocery store. And then she even invited me to volunteer. And then I met suddenly so many people who were vegan. And I was like, where have you all been all my life? I wouldn't have been <laughs> vegan at 10 or 15 years ago if I would have just met one of you wow. to yeah. help me to feel like I know and, I, and I'm and i going to be fine. Because like people were scaring me in my hometown. Like people were like, Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're gonna survive? Like it was really scary um, in France <laughs> when I when I said I was gonna be vegetarian. Everyone was scaring me, and nowadays I think it's so different. It's so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think if if I was now where I was back then, and there's all these vegan options everywhere, I would have probably also gone vegan earlier. But yeah, yeah. and then I was working in a sustainability field and. That was another reason I went vegan, but then I kept noticing more and more why it's important for for veganism to be present in the sustainability space. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I just um, I was volunteering so much uh, for animals, and I was like, I just wish I could do this full time and really dedicate my life to helping animals. And then I found this job uh, six months ago. And I get to show people how easy it is to be vegan. Wow. And I get to now help them and be their mentor like, you know, my, my friend was to me and, and be there for them and answer the questions and also just give the patients the patients that everyone needs as, as they're transitioning, you know, with something so big in their life. So right. wow. I'm very happy. Yeah, that's amazing. It's a beautiful like, story. Yeah, and I mean, how... Serendipitous, you know, that you found that job, this mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. I was curious. I, I was curious about France because, you know, culturally, like we t- you said, the cheese, the the dairy or like the butter in France, like is is veganism taking off at all? Is it harder there? Kind of some is, is it easier now, like you said, now than it was maybe, you know, years ago. But what's it like there right now? Mm-hmm. It's easier than before, but it's still um, slower than it is in the U.S. or in Germany or in the mm. U.K. And uh, luckily, we have some um, an organization that is run, running the January there, so I can also send it to my French friends and oh, family nice. members <laughs> in the French language. Um, awesome. And you know, because I'm from a, a small a small town, the grocery stores are smaller, and I don't have as much of the vegan selection. Mm. They still, honestly, in my in my store near my family's house um they still more have vegetarian options Mm. like vegetarian meat alternatives but they still put egg in it Mm. it's still a little harder um if you look at statistics also france is is one of the the one that has lower numbers of vegans compared to other countries in the area and Mm. yeah it's it's a little hard sometimes when i go back to my hometown to find vegan options but um the u.s is amazing at it and yeah it's just wonderful here (laughs) that's awesome wow so, yeah, my impression is that, you know, Veganuary is enormous in Great Britain and, you know, millions of people sign up and, and like you've said, like businesses and all the retailers get on board and like, how does the U.S. compare at this point in terms of uh, the word, you know, Veganuary getting out and, and people getting excited and, and getting on board? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we started a few or quite a few years after them um, in the U.S. So we're using the same approach, but of course, you know, the country is so much bigger that it's very different. Like instead of having one grocery brand that is like nationwide in the U.K. or you know, most of them are nationwide, then we need partner or you get one of them to collaborate and celebrate the January. Then it's U.K. wide in the U.S. 
it's a lot more grocery stores to contact to convince. Mm. Um, so we're, we, you know, we're working hard and getting some, some more and more traction every year. Uh, but the U.S. grew actually very fast, like from the get-go, because we had celebrities, right? In the U.S., there's so many of the actors, and they supported us very, very quickly, and we keep getting more and more every year, and that impacts the U.S., but also beyond. Mm-hmm. And then we have a huge amount of media stories in the U.S. Like, the media seems pretty actively interested, like, you know, food magazines, health magazines, but also business magazines. Um, you, you know, we just had a story yesterday that was picked up by Yahoo um, Finance, actually. So, like, it's it's really big with the media stories, and, and then there's the brands that are, there's lots of vegan brands in the U.S. Actually, European companies often love how, or European friends are often kind of jealous about how many brands there are that are coming from the U.S. Mm-hmm. because there's so much potential here. So we have lots of brands to work with, uh, to reach out, and it's amazing. And we have more and more every year. And yeah. uh, we even this year have municipalities that are participating, like you know, city staff um, in different ways. I cannot tell too much because it's not yet January, but um, some of them, you know, are are working on some like proclamation of the January, oh, wow. and then others are participating with their staff at the workplace challenge which is something that is new this year uh, for, for us in the U.S. So there's always new avenues and new companies and people participating in different ways. And it, we just never know where it's going because it just continues to grow uh, even outside of us, right? There's companies that do things and then we find out because it pings us on Google Alerts or somebody tells us and then if you go to Eventbrite, you see Veganuary events and we don't, even have contact with them but that's oh, wow. fine that's what we want right we want everyone to do things right so yeah it's just growing it just continues to grow everywhere um but it's always interesting how each country grows in a different way and so mm. yeah i'm super excited how in the u.s we have some new movement also with the, the municipalities too yeah no that's amazing that's that's amazing and i did i was on the website and i saw that yeah there's now like a like you said a, a company challenger Getting like because we've heard of like in the media, like certain schools are going all vegan or certain companies are serving right. only vegan food. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. And so getting getting your company <laughs> involved to like try it or at least offer more vegan options is, is amazing. So totally kudos to you guys. Yeah. yeah and I, I love Thanks. We even have. I was going to say we also yeah, see there's so much going on that it's even hard to summarize like what what's going on in the U.S. We also have some universities that are participating this year too. For oh, yeah. the first time, they reached out also, and they're like, "What can we do?" It's a you know student club, mm. and and it's just amazing. Like everyone just you know has ideas and things, and so it's just it's just amazing to see all the things that are happening. And it's hard to even keep it in like a a small paragraph or a short yeah. answer. And I just I would just encourage everyone to follow on on our social media and then you'll see as we also will discover some of the things that we don't know yet about and then yeah <laughs> that's awesome I'm super excited that <laughs> that is it's yeah, amazing I'm super it's excited like, that that's a real movement it's a exactly. real movement it's it's like it, it's a self-perpetuating yeah. phenomenon self-generating yeah that yeah. that just keeps itself going it's spreading on its own right that anybody can, anybody uh-huh. can, you know, say, hey, let's do this, well, you know. And great. Well, viral, I guess. Is, I mean, it's probably been viral for a while, but I mean, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. 
So for our listener who is a little bit vegan curious, maybe has been thinking about moving towards more towards a plant-based diet, walk us through like how do you sign up and what kind of support will the participant mm-hmm. experience? Yes. Um, so as you said, Sarah, it's very easy to sign up. Um, simply go to the website, veganuary.com, and then you can enter your name, email, and country. The country is so that you get the right language, <laughs> the right information, um, because it will come also with, you know, the list of restaurants that are participating, the, the food brands that are in the U.S., and also some of the promotions and giveaways that the brands might offer. And then you choose the start date. So you can mm-hmm. choose right away. January 1st, any day of the of the year, basically. And then once you sign up, you receive the confirmation email that includes different PDFs. Uh, one of them is a digital starter kit that covers a little bit what we've talked about, you know, the reasons why, and then also how to eat vegan, which is, again, you know, explained day, day by day, but the starter kit is good so you can kind of get an idea of what will come up, what kind of recipes, and just what nutrients are important, right? Mm. It's all in there. Mm-hmm. And then you get several cookbooks, all digital. One of them is recipes that celebrities donated or gave to us, which is super exciting to me. That is. And then we also have a budget. <laughs> and then we also have a budget meal plan, and then also a veggie meal plan that is new this year. Uh, as our new campaign theme is about um, vegetables, and we also have the vegetable of the year, 2024. Uh, announced, which is the purple sweet potato. So we also have sweet purple sweet potato content and, and some of the recipes and emails. And then uh, you also get invited to join our dedicated Facebook group, uh, which I love that. I think as I told you in my story, like I was looking for friends mm. right. and the dedicated Facebook group is a good way to connect with others. So you can ask questions and share your experiences and see, you know, is it normal that all my family is reacting like this? Or what do you answer when people <laughs> say this? Or, you know, there's lots of right. good oh. place there to chat. And then we're moderating it too. So we can help as mentors. And then, and then, yeah. And then once it's ready, you know, once uh, the start date um, hits, then you receive the daily emails and they're short and sweet uh, with, some recipes every day, like two to three recipes. And then you also get helpful content. There's always a new topic every day. You can even watch those uh, on YouTube if you prefer video version. And then it also comes with tips. And for example, there's topics like how to bake vegan. One of my challenges was, can I still bake good stuff when I'm vegan? And so it has all the awesome ways to, to replace the egg and things like that. Then there's, you know, some that are specific to how to find alternatives to fish or chicken mm. or why is it hard to give up cheese, as we mentioned. Um, so, yeah, it's just a full pack of things, but it's very nicely cut into small chunks so that everybody can just read a little bit something new every day and take it at their own pace. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I know. It sounds like it's been it's very well done. I mean, it seems like a lot of thoughts went into this in terms of just covering all the bases because mm-hmm. I think one of the one of the questions mm-hmm. we get all the time is what do you eat and it's and it sounds like you guys mm-hmm. have simplified everything mm-hmm. um, and just like you said made it bite size yeah. like made it very manageable for people to easy I guess is the word yeah. right um, make right. it easy to go vegan mm-hmm. I mean I think even just like the shopping guides that you offer is so important oh, yeah. when someone's trying to mm-hmm 
completely relearn how to cook, you know, or, right. or how to shop. It's just so nice to have a resource right. that at least gets you started on the right foot and it makes it feel like, okay, mm-hmm. it's manageable. It's not so overwhelming. But also the fact that it seems like everything is free mm-hmm. and that, you know, like you, like the mission, you, you, you all are very interested in the success of this mission, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And if celebrities are donating cookbooks and you're offering those digitally for free, I mean, that's, it's amazing. Do you know what I mean? It's, there's no gimmicks, right? It's just, here it is. Go vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. And there's, well, maybe I it's not that. They're not giving a cookbook. They're giving us uh, re- recipes. Oh, so, like, recipes. It's one recipe from one one celebrity. Like so, lots and lots of recipes gotcha. from gotcha. different celebrities in one one digital cookbook. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Still mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think there's a podcast too. I haven't actually tuned into it, but I think there's a Veganuary podcast. Is that is that correct? Yes, and it's uh, starting next week, so that also you can hear yeah, like information from different vegan people um, as you're going through the challenge. So, yeah, there's so much stuff. There's also social media. Like I'm very much a visual learner. So what you were just saying, Sarah, like of you know just shopping lists. If somebody would not like, if I wouldn't have had that person showing me in the store, here is the aisle you need to go to, and it's actually by the vegetables and not by the meat. Like that was you know, a, a big deal for me to even find stuff. Right. But if I have an image of a pa- package or a brand logo, then I can find it easier. So I, I personally love also mm-hmm. following on social media because then the team does an awesome job at showing, like, here are the things you can find and here are some alternatives for, uh, I don't know, the roast, right, for the holidays just just now. Like, um, there were some, some roast pictures so you know what to look for. Because a lot of products don't even say vegan in the front or sometimes not even in the back. And mm. sometimes it's hard to know what, what is vegan anymore. And so right. it's great to have that visual cue on, on, those, on the social media posts, in, in my opinion. I like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because sure. it, it just feels, it can feel so overwhelming. And the, yeah, like Kevin said, the fact that you have, the organization has put so much thought into how can we make this doable right removing all obstacles really right yeah easy is the word because yeah when you're trying to make a change all your all you think about is all the obstacles all the reasons why it's going to be hard right right and so yeah to have so Mm -hmm. so much support is amazing and i love that people can start anytime you can choose your start date so if if people are (laughs) hearing this broadcast after january 1st you know, it's not too mm-hmm. late. You can you can start at any time mm. and still receive all of yeah. the benefits and all the support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only advantage in doing it in January is that in January there's that, that push, you know, of us getting all these brands and retailers and um, you know, to add more vegan options. So there might be a little more going on or there is more going on in January. Right. Um, but that is, you know, that's the only difference. Otherwise the content is, is, you know, very similar and we continue to post all year long about new tips and things that we find uh, around the country. So yeah. Very cool. Well, they can find awesome. us anytime. Very nice. I think it's really interesting that you mentioned that you've gotten feedback from participants um, in terms of like maybe what, what motivates people from different cultures to think about veganism mm-hmm. and and then feedback in terms I'd, I'd be really curious to find out what you've learned in terms of 
do you have data that would show like a percentage of people actually mm -hmm. stick with it for longer than a month or things like that? No, yeah, we do surveys. We do two each year, one right after the month is over and then another one six months later. Oh, and cool. also they're um, available available to, to find online as well. And there's the one feedback I wanted to share is that people love that it's not like a one a zero to 100 approach and that they feel like, okay, I can give it a try. You're not going to police me if I slip up. And we even address that topic. You know, it's, okay to make, it's okay to slip up to make mistakes. Uh, it's a learning curve. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're super excited that 98% of participants recommend Veganuary to friends and family. So that's, that's wow. huge, right? That means to us, mm. they really enjoyed it. Wow, that's huge. And then, yeah, and then we have all these stories that um, I'd love to share also a, a few of them, yeah. um, you know, about why, what they see, what they notice. And so this year in the 2023 participants, there were some people, like some of my favorites was like Michael, who is in his 50s in Indiana, that says, and he, and he says, I feel 10 to 15 years younger, no more joint pain, no back pain. A1C numbers dropped into normal ranges and cholesterol dropped. Mm. And I was like, I don't even know if I'll ever feel or know, know what that feels because I started in my 20s. Right. Uh, but I thought that was so amazing. <laughs> no, and then there's awesome. people who yeah, talk about, yeah, people notice like digestion, clearer skin, uh, some people said, you know, um, I'm in my 70s and my friends say that I seem younger and then I, I don't use medicine anymore and things like that. Like they were able to reduce or some elim eliminate some of their medicine. I guess it's just crazy some of the things we see in those, in those testimonials. And I just think, yeah, like that's my favorite part, I think, is like seeing the, the impact. Oh, no, one, one of my favorite parts, I think. Not the favorite. The favorite is the animal impact. But, mm -hmm. um, and then... For the question that you asked, yeah, like what happens next? So in a six-month study, we saw that half of the participants are still only eating less than half of their animal consumption. Hmm. And then 28% wow. of the participants of this 2023 year stayed vegan since. Oh. So about, you know, a little more than a quarter stayed vegan. Wow, that's and great. And that's, that's, yeah, they... A big win, and then the other half, yeah, reducing more than half of their consumption. That's also huge. And oh, yeah. a lot of people, you know, they do it one year, and then they go maybe off and on, and then they do it again another year or another month, and it takes maybe a few iterations, just yep. like our stories. I like it. It takes some steps. It takes some reasons to do the next step, and then yeah, it's just super cool, super yeah. exciting to see those numbers. No, hundred percent. No, and I feel like that's how we feel about it too. Just like you said, our stories are, are that way us and it takes some time. And so I love the fact that Veganuary is very supportive mm -hmm. of people. And like you said, make a mistake, no, no big deal. You know, you, you're still committed and you just keep going, you know? Exactly. And yeah. That was one of the first, I remember getting that email. It was one of the first emails I received after I signed up. And I, I think that the fact that Veganuary and the support you get is so realistic like that, that, you know, you said it, it takes time. Change takes time right. and it can take more than one iteration. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I mean, I remember personally after I made the commitment to be vegan and then I was in a social situation a month later mm -hmm. and without even thinking, I just realized, oh my gosh, I just put 
animals in my, I just, I, w- I was eating what everybody else was eating and I didn't even think about it. And then, you know, and so mm-hmm. it, it feels like, oh my gosh, what have I done? But to have, um, mm-hmm. to have that support that slip, slip ups are normal when you're first making a big change, right. you're going to slip up. It's not the end of the world. Keep going. Right. You're, you can do this. Keep going. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and, yeah, I love what, what you said earlier and how this ties into this um, sense of community that because we experienced it as well. We felt so isolated as vegans, especially the, the, mm-hmm. the yeah. our first few years. And I remember when we went to our first um, vegans of Bozeman potlucks and, you know, there were like 30 people there. And I just remember I was on cloud mm-hmm. nine for like a week after. Right. Like I, we met other vegans. Oh, oh my God. And, and similar to what you were saying, Sandra, that like, where mm-hmm. have you been? You know? <laughs> yes. So. But the yeah. fact that you, you, that veganuary, the support allows you to feel like, oh, I am a part of a community. There are other people out there who are rooting for me. And, you know, I, I'm seeing them pop up in my inbox and, you know, I can go and watch it on YouTube and there's a podcast, podcast. and yeah, it, it, it helps you to mm-hmm. feel less isolated and like I'm the only mm-hmm. weirdo in my community or, right. you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah, that's amazing. That's really amazing. Mm-hmm. What are the main reasons people make the commitment to vegan for a month? Some people do it for their health in the U.S., as, as mentioned. And, you know, sometimes it's because something affected them. Like, you know, they went to the doctor and heard something that was not great. Or they mm-hmm. become parents or grandparents, and then they decide, okay, I want to live longer for those kids to see them grow. Like, they, there's everyone has a different reason. And then there's, of course, more and more research showing that vegans have a reduced risk of the world's biggest killers, like heart disease, diabetes, and even some cancers. And, you know, as as that continues to be more and more in the media, that's one of the reasons why people then consider Mm -hmm. um, trying vegan. And then others do it for animals like like me. And so that's usually, you know, they they have been eating meat and they just no longer want to support animal cruelty. Or others were vegetarian already and then they were like, okay, I want to go to the next step. I'm I'm ready to try vegan. And then they sign up for veganuary. And then there's others for the environment. So similar to the health one, you know, it's becoming more and more clear that eating plant-based has huge impacts, you know, positive impacts, and that it can help save resources and mitigate climate change. And then we continue to see big names like the UN uh, reported that the vegan diet can help reduce an individual's annual carbon footprint by up to 2.1 tons, which is huge. And so that's another reason that yeah like there's so many so many impacts right the water and the land use there's so many reasons on the environmental front and then there's people also like that's also why some of the companies are doing the workplace challenge um you know because they have these these new goals the esg goals about reducing their carbon emissions and so they look into this more from a data perspective so everyone Mm -hmm. everyone is different and right uh, as we talked earlier, it's nice because because it doesn't it doesn't really matter which one they come in. We want to everyone to try vegan, right. and then at the end of the day, they're all connected, right? What happens through the environment impacts our health, impacts the animals, and it's just all all linked. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I mean, I I feel like you just made a great argument for all the many reasons why veganism is the answer. You know, it's interesting because we've had debates with people 
about it's only about the animals. Like if you're not doing it for the animals and only the animals, then you're kind of compromising. And yet my argument has always been kind of what you're saying. And that's why I feel like we're very much in alignment, but it's, it's more of this whole foundation of things. People learn in different ways. People think in different ways. People are, mm-hmm. come from different cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, people have different values. And so somebody, a lot of people care about the climate, but they might not care so much. They haven't really thought much about the animals. And so, but if they come in through climate mm-hmm. and then stay and learn more about what their impact to the animals is, you know, animal agriculture, then to me, it's, it's all valuable and it's all important. And so I just love the fact that mm-hmm. Veganuary is committed to all of these angles, so to speak. Yeah. And for the animals, I don't think that they care why we don't eat them as long as we don't, right? So it's... Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's also a a fun aspect of Veganuary is the celebrity support and the, the celebrity involvement. Right. I mean, even if you're not a big, you know, starstruck person, it is still kind of fun to be like, oh, you know, Lewis Hamilton and right. Maya, you know, Bialik and, and Billie Eilish. And, you know, it's it's really kind of fun. It's a fun aspect. Yeah. Right. Do you think that that inspires people even more to see that some of their favorite celebrities are actually vegans? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even just even raising awareness, right? Uh, when Billie Eilish posted last year uh, to the fans, you know, to encourage them to participate, that was like millions of people who saw wow. who saw some information about veganism and veganuary um, specifically. So, yeah, it's it's as we often talk about, like the veganism is like you know someone plants a seed, so it helps to plant the seeds. Uh, the more people talk about it, and especially right. if they are influential in the in the people's minds and. Um, influential in size, it's just so impactful and it accelerates the mission. Right. Well, I was going to say too, Joaquin Phoenix and Napoleon, right? <laughs> As a French person, you're just like, all right, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, it's so it's great. Awesome. Like, they have such a powerful platform. They they can reach so many people. And so when they use it mm-hmm. for good, when they actually use it to make the world a better place mm-hmm. or to encourage people to do something good, it's it's really wonderful. Right. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that more people talk about it, the better. And uh, that's also what we encourage, you know, influencers. We, we also reach out to influencers and encourage them to post about the January and new recipes and as much content as possible, just so everyone knows this is the, the thing to try and that it's super easy and, yeah, get everyone excited about it. Right. Mm. Yeah, I think it keeps occurring to me. Like, I know that we're vegans and and we're on board, but it is so well done. It seems like Veganuary is so well done that from from marketing to thinking through the whole philosophy and just the presentation, it's well thought out. Let's put it that way. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, the team, you must have an amazing team that's just put this all together. I mean, you're hitting it from every angle and it seems very successful and, and you're getting buy-in from celebrities and you're, you're getting this worldwide movement. How do you, can you talk about that a little bit, how you all see it or the success of it? Oh yeah. We continue to celebrate all the time. Like there's every day almost there's something new, somebody, you know, who's saying, Oh, I'm going to do something for Veganuary. You know, it does like, mentioned, you know, it could be a brand or person, a 
an influencer celeb. And then um, we see articles come across and then we share them in our teams and we get so excited or we have, yeah, like um, advertisements, you know, those, those pictures of seeing the ads in the metro and here right. and there around the world is super exciting. And yeah, just, um, and, but the growth is huge. Yeah, the, num the, the numbers, you know, are, are huge. We have, as mentioned, people signing up from all the countries and it's, you know, millions and millions of people. Hmm. So yeah, we, we really are excited that it's so successful. It is. It's amazing. And it's bigger than we think, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. bigger than we think, too, because, because a lot of the people who try vegan during Veganuary or, or beyond, they also encourage others to try it, right? So I have a friend, for example, who's, go who's going to do it, and she said, I tried to encourage some of my friends. That way I have people to do it with. And we really highly encourage people to do that, too. That way there's that support system and it makes it fun and they can, you know, just like a workout, they can exchange notes and challenge each other. And um, it's just amazing. Like some of them don't sign up particularly. They just do it because they've heard of it and they don't realize there's a website. They don't realize there's maybe even a, a social media, but they just know there's this thing people do in January and it's trying vegan and I'm going to do it. And so it's really hard to even measure anymore. Like, the size of the veganuary movement is so bigger than us. Like I said earlier, like right. there's companies and events happening that we don't even know are happening. And so it's just, yeah, what we are working, what we see is happening is already huge and we continue to see grow, growth every year. Uh, but then we also see what is happening beyond that. And it's, yeah, it makes it even bigger. So it's just yeah. all good stuff. No, that's awesome. Well, Sandra, it's been so wonderful and inspiring to talk with you today. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for your time. Yeah, it was really fun. It was really nice meeting you. Yes, we wish you a ton of success this year with this and beyond, and I hope we get mm -hmm. to talk to you again. Yes, likewise. Thank you so much for your time, for all you do for animals and, and all the reasons, and also... Uh, yeah, for inviting me. This has been really fun. Oh, no, I, we appreciate it. I wish, and I wish you a happy new year and also to the listeners, happy new year and happy veganuary. Yeah, happy new year to you as well. Yes, happy new year, Sandra. <laughs> Thank you again.